Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Another special episode of Spin the Rally Pod here for you. Hello, I'm Lisa O'Sullivan, and Dirtfish senior staff writer David Evans has been busy again, this time catching up with the reigning WRC champion driver Oit Tanak. Now, life in lockdown has left all of us in limbo, inventing things to keep us motivated, sane, and gainfully employed for now. It is, of course, a little more tricky for top level rally drivers to work from home. So, David started out by asking Oit if he's managing to keep fit during the shutdown. Oh, well, I believe we go quite well. Uh, I really don't have uh, any need to go out. I have every necessary tool to manage myself at home. Uh, outside, I have enough space and uh, space, and, and uh, also I have training stuff. So, uh, yes, overall, no worries. Yeah. We, we've seen quite a lot of drivers turn to kind of sim racing, and we talked a little bit about this last week. Have you mm-hmm. been tempted to do any of these competitions, get involved in any of the, 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 the championships that we've got going on? Uh, to be honest, uh, from one side, uh, it's definitely not uh, really too real like uh, to, to practice anything or compared to, to actual driving. So uh, I would say it's not really necessary to do uh, sim racing. Uh, I don't know, maybe for circuit drivers, but uh, for rally drivers, it really doesn't give anything. So I'm not really, let's say, spending or also not able to spend too much time uh, for this. So normally I'm still busy enough uh, during the days. Yeah. Yeah, we saw um, some some stuff from Danny Sordo saying that he would like to talk to his fellow drivers a little bit more. He's missed talking okay. to people. Uh, is that something you've missed? Yeah, we've been uh, in touch a bit, but uh, of course you you miss the family from the service park, and uh, and yeah, there are many many people you'd like to see and and uh, yeah, start working again. Uh, hopefully it happens soon, but uh, so far it's been uh, a long break. Yeah, yeah, yes. Now, looking just at, at your time so far at Hyundai season, how do you feel you're settling into 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 Hyundai and the team? Uh, of course, the time into a new team has been strange. Uh, uh, we've done a couple of tests, but then uh, all the events have been uh, like cut off for us. They've been shortened and uh, and all kind of strange. So uh, yeah, overall I would say it's like to manage with the team and to know the people. It's been uh, quite good. Uh, the team is professional. Uh, uh, I guess they've had new drivers before as well, but uh, for sure they've been 
working very hard for myself uh, to make it as easy as possible and, and uh, generally I'm definitely looking forward. I mean, uh, there have been many new things coming and, and, uh, and they've been really open uh, for drivers' feedback. So uh, I would say this is definitely something that makes a team very strong uh, if they are happy to give a driver whatever they want to, to make them feel comfortable. Yes. Yeah, and your your relationship already is clearly very strong with with Andrea Adamo. He is a very different team principal to to Tommy Mekinen. How do you feel you're settling in with Andrea? He's a very straightforward person, of course. Uh, it's easy to speak to him. Uh, it's always uh, yes and no, so uh, you know what is possible and what is not. Uh, any, anyway, I believe the way he's working is, is easy to understand and uh, for sure uh, what you see in front of camera and what is actually behind the camera, normally these are different things, but, uh, but uh, he's, he's a good guy, he's doing a good job and, and uh, I believe he's managing his people very well. And, and so far, Oit, has it been more yes than no for you? He always tries uh, to make us happy. He always, he always wants to win. So uh, that's that's something uh, we share. Uh, that's the same passion. And uh, normally, of course, it's yes. Yeah. Okay. Were, were you surprised if we go back to Spain last year when the news broke that you were leaving uh, Toyota? It was a huge story, um, and it almost overshadowed a little bit the the fact that you won the championship. Were you surprised at the time just how big the news was that you were leaving to go to Hyundai? Oh, I would not say so, of course. Uh, I felt myself uh, quite strong in the old team, in the old car, and uh, for sure it was a big decision. I felt it myself as well that it's going to be a decision with the big balls, and uh, it was never going too easy to to make this choice. But uh, in the end, we did, and uh, yeah, I'm, so far I'm, I'm very happy where I am. What was the one point last year, Oik, where you thought, enough, now I'm going, definitely Hyundai? Uh, of course there was, uh, when, when I signed the contract, so that was the <laughs> moment I, I, I was confident I was going. But uh, yeah, I guess through the season it was... It was always uh, in between. Uh, in the beginning, also myself, I didn't know Adama so well, so uh, mm. I, I saw him only in TV and uh, on some press conferences, but we never had too many personal uh, conversations. But uh, during the year, we, we had a couple of dinners and, and uh, we started to know each other more. Uh, I started to understand uh, what is the, let's say, the principles and the targets for the team. and, and uh, Let's say I want to be part of this this journey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you were to look back to your early career, and we talked a little bit last week about 2013 when you were, you know, not in the car so much. Um, what changed for Oitanek between 2013, 2012, and 2017 when you started to win rallies? Uh, I would say, uh, I, for sure, I, I got older. Uh, 
I had time to uh, I had time to uh, look back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess that's that's uh, something maybe what I needed. Uh, 2012, everything was uh, happening fast. It was my first full season, so uh, I guess I had quite many mistakes. I had maybe quite a bit uh, pressure on myself. Uh, obviously, I, I was not able to handle it all. So. Uh, yeah, I was only able to do some good stage times, but never a good event. So uh, altogether, uh, I guess it was a good time to to back off, uh, to take some time. Of course, it's never good to take a complete break from uh, from the championship. So uh, that was that was definitely not uh, optimal, but but okay, we had to do it. Yeah, if if you now if if the Oik Tanak that sits here today could talk to the Oik Tanak back say 2010 or 2011 and give him one piece of advice what what would you tell him to do i guess nothing happens <laughs> nothing helps so uh, uh to to really give any advice to uh, young drivers uh, i'm not sure they are really listening so <laughs> something some things you need to learn yourself uh, i was I was obviously not learning maybe too quickly, but uh, anyway, rallying is complicated. Um, it's, there are so many different things happening. Uh, it's a long events, uh, a lot to do, a lot to manage, a lot to understand. So uh, it's never easy. It's a lot about the experience and, and uh, yeah, of course you need to be talented, but you also need to be able to learn quickly and, and take a lot of information. So uh, obviously I was not able to do it at that moment. So may, maybe some things were happening a bit too quickly. Yeah, but it, it's, you know, it's the same with, with most drivers, isn't it? You know, it is very difficult to learn quickly. It's not like circuit racing, is it, this sport? You know, you can't go back to another circuit and do some more testing. You get one chance at these events every year. Mm, yeah, it's difficult to compare to circuit. I guess they have their own difficulties there, but uh, but still, uh, rallying really needs uh, experience, and you need to know the places, and you need to know where to go, and then you start to do setups, and then you need to manage uh, hundreds of people and, and things like this. So it's a it's a big job. Yeah, absolutely. But then we went obviously to Poland. You know, Poland, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. You led there and showed such speed. Um, did you did you ever think that that first win wasn't going to come? Uh, I would not say that it was not going to come, but uh, it seemed to be difficult to get the first win. Yes, uh, I uh, I was definitely very disappointed that I wouldn't get my first win in uh, Poland. And in the end, I couldn't uh, win Poland. I mean, this was one of my favorite events. Uh, it was a lot of fun, fun there and, and uh, so many people and also a lot of people from Estonia. So it really was was the favorite. But uh, yeah, somehow we were a few times on the podium. And uh, and the last time uh, we were fighting with Jerry, I, I, I crashed. So uh, yeah, it was a sad end to the story. But Poland was, I mean, now... We look back on Poland, and it was incredible, wasn't it? The speed that was in those roads was just phenomenal. Yeah, they were uh, really enjoyable, actually. But from the other side, they were also quite uh, safe uh, for drivers because uh, 
you were driving between the fields and uh, yeah. it was it was not really too risky uh, yeah of course the, the spectators amount we had there uh, was was quite incredible so uh, that side uh, needed some work but uh, from our side it was really enjoyable yeah absolutely and there's been a couple of couple of times Oi, that we've had some really defining images from you 2016 when when Ogier picked you up and, and put you on his shoulders how how did that feel to kind of sense that camaraderie from another driver um, on that moment I really didn't know uh, Seb so well uh, of course he was a star driver and uh, I was nobody so uh, um, I've, I've said maybe hello to him before but uh, that was actually all and uh, uh, that moment was uh, say quite heartbreaking for myself uh, I was happy to uh, take some space and uh, and breathe a bit I, I of course I was disappointed like what happened uh, some time ago so uh, yeah it was uh, kind of surprise to be honest and I, it, it's fair to say that you have become quite well good friends with with Ogier you know when you moved when he moved into the M Sport team Nobody really knew how it was going to work. We'd seen quite a demanding Sebastian Ogier at Volkswagen, but things really clicked, didn't they, in, in 17 when you were with him and, and Elvin? Uh, it was uh, actually positive and, and it was also a positive surprise. Uh, yeah. Many, many people warned me that, uh, that Seb is a very difficult guy and, and he's doing some mental jobs and tricks and things like this so uh, it sounded uh, quite scary but in the end he gave me he was a professional guy I uh, definitely uh, one of the best teammates I've had uh, I believe we were working quite well together we were working quite hard and, and uh, in the end uh, he won the drivers and, and we won the manufacturers so I, I believe we did a good job and and I know, you know, from from some of the messages that the team have shared with me that that you've sent about Elvin, that you know you're quite a big fan of Elvin as well, aren't you? You know, he, you and he have worked through your careers and progressed together, haven't you? And is it nice to see him doing well now as well? Yeah, of course. I I know how hard he is working. Uh, since uh, fourteen, fifteen, we've been uh, working together a lot, uh, and there were moments we were testing together and we were sharing the car so uh, yeah we spent we spent uh, quite many hours uh, in the forest to, to get ourselves going and uh, of course it's it's good to see him uh, doing well finally so of course uh, I don't wish him too well I, I still need to beat him but uh, but still uh, he's there and and uh, for sure he has achieved what he's been dreaming so uh, yeah he's he's on the level now and I'm sure you remember as well, or I remember very well, you know, being kind of a naughty schoolboy uh, and going into the headmaster's office with my friend for doing something wrong. Were there any times at M-Sport where Mr. Malcolm Wilson was the headmaster and, and you and Elvin were the naughty boys? <laughs> I, I really even don't know when I've been a good boy, so I guess I've always <laughs> been the, this bad boy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, now, if you had to describe yourself as a teammate, how would you how would you say you are for your for your teammates? I guess I'm uh, quite open. Uh, mm. uh, of course, uh, I like to work a lot on the technical side. Uh, 
I always expect a lot from people, but as a teammate, uh, I don't know. I am definitely trying to do my own thing, but uh, if a teammate needs help, I'm I'm always there, and, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to take the fight uh, in the stage, as uh, in the end we are, uh, let's say, we are competing uh, against the clock, so uh, yeah. In a, in a way, there is there is nothing personal. Yeah, no, absolutely. Your focus when you're on an event is 100%. It's totally complete. There's there's sometimes frustration within the media that you get to the end of a stage and your answers can be quite short. <laughs> why, why is that? I don't know why to spend, uh, let's say, useless time so in in uh, in one way uh, we do a lot of stages i guess we do 20 and more stages and end of every stage you, you get the, you get the question and uh, in some moment if the let's say uh, i need to be good but also the the people who are asking the questions they need to be good and if uh, from stage to stage you have the same question then uh, I, I i mean why i need to do the story they also need to make a story so uh, yeah, it's it's not only my job to to think the story. Is is working with the media? Is is it a difficult part of the job? Is it something that, you know, a lot of drivers not struggle, but they don't enjoy that side um, when they're on event. You know, you someone like Petter Solberg loved it, and it, and it was part of the story for him. But you know, when you have a driver that is so locked down and committed and fr- and focused, it is hard, isn't it? It's a distraction. Uh, I would say if uh, if the people are good you're talking to, or I mean if the media guy is good, it's easy to work with them and uh, it's actually enjoyable to work with them. You, you need you need to have the media and uh, and you need to share the emotions and you need to show your sport and, and uh, let's say you need to make the people excited around you. But uh, of course, if if the guy uh, from the other side asks you how are you or, or what do you feel and things like this, then uh, how can you make a story out of this? But uh, if the people know what they do and, and uh, if I have a plan, then uh, of course things things work differently. Okay, I will remember never to ask you those two questions again. What is the uh, what's what's the ambition now? Oiktanak world champion. Where where do you go from here? Is it the pursuit of of Sebastian Loeb's nine titles, Sebastian Ogier six, or what what's the goal for you now? Right. These kind of numbers are never a goal, I guess. The, the goal uh, from now on is to uh, maintain our level. Uh, obviously, uh, we won the title last year, so uh, to maintain this, uh, you still need to be quite perfect or even more. And uh, every year, people are improving and developing, so we need to still do the same. And uh, of course, we have a long break now, but uh, still, uh, we, are, we are working hard and, and uh, we hope to be much stronger when we come back compared uh, where we were before. Uh, luckily, we've seen uh, all the surfaces now, so uh, we, we have quite a lot of data and, and we already know what to expect. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this year hopefully we can still do some more racing and uh, and fight back. And uh, let's say some in some coming years we have also some new regulations coming. So, again, some more development work, uh, some more technical stuff. So that's something I'm also quite keen to do and to work. So this, this I enjoy a lot as well. Yeah. One thing we've discussed a lot 
here at Dirtfish in, in the office and with my colleagues. If we have no more rounds of the championship this year, if we are finished now for because of coronavirus, should the first three rounds, should we have a champion? Should Sebastian Auger be a champion after three rounds or do we need some more competition to make the championship, do you think? I, I guess in, in reality, I don't know how much champion you feel if you uh, got the championship uh, after three rallies. Obviously, it's not so much uh, of a championship, but uh, I mean, uh, if it's not possible to run anymore, then uh, there is nothing we can really do. And, uh, and uh, as Sebastian Ocher uh, always is in the right place in the right time, so uh, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. What What do you think now? I mean, you watch the news as much as anybody. Or do you think Finland is possible? Would you happily go to Kenya now to, to compete in Safari Rally? I guess at the moment uh, nobody really knows what is possible or what is happening. So I guess we just need to see and, and uh, just really hope that it's going to calm down. Uh, of course, from our side, uh, we try to do everything possible really to to uh, stay away and, and uh, hopefully yeah, this virus just dies and, and we can continue our our lives so for sure the life will be different and uh, in a way I believe it's been a good lesson for uh, human beings and uh, I guess the, the life will be different but uh, but still it's been in a, in a good way and and, uh, and uh, yeah really really believe that that we can make it work even uh, if we need to go forward together with this virus uh, like if if uh, if we go in the right way then uh, we can manage it yeah okay last question now we are moving five years ahead of time ten years ahead of time now Oit. where do I where do I find you are you are you a, a commentator are you working in the media are you a businessman or are you just Mr. Family Guy now oh, I am definitely not working in the media <laughs> quite sure <laughs> and uh, not sure I'm really a proper businessman uh, of course we we need to do uh, some business to survive so this is part of the life and uh, I'm still going to be part of the sport I am I've been always fan of this uh, technical sport and, and motorsport generally so uh, I, I believe I will be involved a big thanks to the 2019 World Rally Champion Oit Tanak, who's been looking ahead to life after lockdown, along with Dirtfish.com's David Evans. Nice to hear Oit admit that, like me, advice to his younger self would probably be wasted and that sometimes you just have to learn through experience. Well, that's it for now, but don't forget to check out Dirtfish.com for the very latest rally news and views or subscribe to the podcast and you can get some retro safari rally action in our very next edition. Music